Hey yo, what up everybody? Welcome or welcome back to another episode of Hop Culture Nerds and Brews. I am your host Christian and we're going to dive right in and we're going to try and keep it nice, short, and sweet since uh, the last couple episodes have been pretty long and I'm also alone on this one so it's going to be a lot easier to accomplish. Uh, So yeah, content probably won't be as good but that's okay. Um, I do got a couple new beers here um, from... From um, Branch and Blade up in Keene, New Hampshire. I made a little stop today. I also went to Modestman. I'm saving the Modestmans for the Super Bowl. Drinking with my buddy Drew, whom I also picked some stuff up for while I was up there. As I think I've previously stated, uh, Modestman's really fucking good, right? And uh, you know they're one of my favorites from up in New Hampshire, um, right up there with Spyglass, which is what's kind of convenient is when I went up there. I went up there for a particular beer, and I also found the spy the, this one that Modestman did in collaboration with Spyglass, and I thought that was pretty fucking cool, so I got that to go as well. The, st- the other stuff I got to go, um, I'm saving it, like I said, I'm going to save it for the Super Bowl, is I what I was reading somewhere is that it was kind of like... um modestman's take on the heady topper um so i'm very excited i think it was check your it's called check your head and it's like part of their mega um collection not collection but you know their um their edition that they do it's like a special edition they do a bunch of different variations of it and uh they're all really good and the cans are really cool definitely gonna go in my can hall of fame um i'm looking forward to trying it untapped says it's very good too so i'm very excited um you know i'll probably rave about it next time i record something since this is gonna be the last time till after the super bowl i think i'm gonna record something since we've been recording a lot of content getting a lot out there for my very few loyal listeners (laughs) thank you um, by the way, so yeah, let's, uh, let's start with a beer review. So yeah, I got to work a little bit of a shorter day today. Uh, so I kept my daughter home to make my wife's life a little easier. She usually takes her, um, to wherever she's babysitting, which right now it's for our buddy Dave, who was just on a couple episodes ago, had a good time. Um, great people over there. Shout out to the Winstons. Um, yeah, so she, that's what she does. That's what she's been doing. Um, and she usually takes our daughter with, uh, with him, with her to, um, to, uh, to go hang out with them and stuff. Um, so yeah, let's, uh, yeah. So today I was able to take, I kept her made, you know, tried to make it as easy as possible for my wife and, yeah, we were just hanging out, and then um, I saw that, you know, there's, you know, this, this, these great beers that were coming out up in uh, Modestman, up in Keene, and I was like, okay, you know, can take the, can take the little one for a drive up to go stock up for the weekend, for the Super Bowl, um, and she can get a nap in, and then we can just, you know, hang out, hang out at the brewery for half hour, 45 minutes, so that's what we did, got some good stuff to go, um, while I was up there, what did I have? Let me let me let you know what I had. Um, so I had the Jet Fuel by Modestman. Very good stuff. I gave it a four seven five um, on out of five on the Untapped scale. Um, yeah, it was citrusy. It was 
It was a bit hoppy, a little bit, you know, creamy, <laughs> creamy. Uh, yeah, no, really good shit. Citra, Citra. I love Citra, man. Citra's probably one of my favorites uh, in terms of beer. Um, and then, yeah, then we shot on over to Branch and Blade, which is another good brewery up there. I've had a few of their beers, but I've never been. Like, I've been outside, like, I've, I've driven by it just to check it out, but I've never actually got to go in, so it was kind of cool to be able to do that. Um, you know, when they had the time is relev- uh, relative there, uh, I gave that a 4-5. Um, but then, yeah, and then, uh, like I said, my daughter and I kind of hung out, just had a daddy-daughter day. She was enjoying her time with me, like, you know, I was enjoying my time with her. She was calm, she was chilling, you know, we were just hanging out, having a little daddy-daughter date. I loved it, enjoyed every second of it, you know, can't, you know... Ah, I cherish it, man. Cherish every single moment. And you know, I know maybe I'll maybe I'll crack one open here and uh do a little bit of venting, I guess. So I don't usually I haven't had sours in a while, and that's partially because of my wife. I get a lot of sours for her and she doesn't <laughs> and she doesn't fucking drink them. Uh but this is a sour that I know she's not gonna drink because it's got a couple fruity ingredients I know she doesn't like so I'm gonna crack that open get that prepped for my rating on untapped and we are gonna review this thing live on the pod alright let's check it out This one is called Let's Kill the Pain, as I said, by Branch and Blade. And this is a sour ale with natural flavors. It smells really, really good. Um, And let's see. Um, Orange, coconut, pineapple, and nutmeg. All right. Let's see. Let's try it. Let's try it. Let's try it. Like I said, it smells very good. That is very good. It is very smooth. Um, yeah, I think I'm looking at a strong 4 or 5 here. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's very good. That's very good. Good shit. Shout out Branch and Blade. You just earned yourselves four five. So, yeah, what's uh, you know, like I said, I um, you know, it's it's days like you know today or just any moment you know that I share with my daughter. Um, not to get all personal, but like, I just don't understand. You know, I get, I guess, I get angry with my father, you know, is I'm just like, how do you look into, like, your child's eyes, or how do you, like, you know, how do you, how do you look at this little thing that you created, and just, it, it, you know, I, I don't get it. 
I don't know, man. Like, I would do anything for that little one, man. And I just look at her every single time. And I fall more and more in love with the... Just how fucking perfect she is, man. Um, yeah, sorry. I didn't want to get all sappy or whatever. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, hey, you know, this beer is really good. I had a great day with my daughter. She is awesome. <laughs> Smart little thing. And we came home and watched some wrestling. Some old school wrestling. Um, what what did I watch or what did we watch? I had a buddy over. My buddy Dan came over, um, and we were so it was myself, my daughter, um, my buddy Dan, and uh, and then obviously my wife. And uh, my buddy Dan's born in '92, so we picked a random wrestling match from 1992, and then we picked a random wrestling match from 1996 from when i was born and then we picked a random match from 1999 which my wife was born uh we didn't get to 2021 but uh i mean you know that's in recent memory (laughs) um but it was just kind of like a fun little you know oh you know smackdown's on a little bit but let's kill some time sort of deal um and uh yeah so that's what we did we watched bret hart Shawn michaels no uh the survivor series back in 92 not the screw job um but the the other one great match i I, i've thrown it on the network back in the day a couple times but just being able to sit and just watch you know i don't know it was cool it was cool and then for for uh march or well no well 96 but i i ironically enough the match that we landed on or the match that we chose was uh was a day before I was born, so that was kind of cool, March 9th, 1996, um, and, uh, it was Rey Mysterio versus Juventud Guerrera, um, I always fuck up his name, so bear with me, uh, the two out of three falls, the ECW, um, what the fuck, big, big extreme ass bash, or, I forget the fucking order of all the fucking, but it was great match, I think it was the, honestly, I think it was, I think it was the first time I watched it, <clears throat> as I've mentioned in the past, Rey Mysterio is one of my favorites, so, obviously I'm going to appreciate and want to watch everything that he does, he was a young Rey Mysterio too, like 21, 22 year old Rey Mysterio, that's my guy big fan um but yeah and then we got to 99 and we watched uh the um the the uh, no mercy in uk uh when it was the triple H or triple threat match it was triple h stone cold and the undertaker for the wwf title i have seen that one before too i watched it again i've watched it on the network um but it was cool to kind of just rewatch it um and then yeah, then we watched SmackDown. We tuned in to SmackDown, which I thought was an awesome show, by the way, start to finish. You know, continuing to push the stories forward on the road to WrestleMania. Great matches. Great matches, man. You know, usually there's like a bathroom break or there's like a match where it's like, okay. It doesn't matter as much as the rest. You know, I don't know. There's usually always kind of like I don't I don't necessarily want to call them bad because I like to try to appreciate all of it. Not you know, I try to appreciate all of it, all you know, sides of whatever. But obviously not everything's a fucking barn burner, right? 
But all of them today were really fucking good. They were really good. Um, the tag match between uh, Pete Dunne, Tyler Bate, and DIY, that was awesome. Um, Sami Zayn, Randy Orton, that was awesome. Uh, AJ Styles and um, AJ Styles and Drew McIntyre, that was a good one. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, shit, even Bianca Belair and... Uh, Meechin, or whatever they're calling me a yim now. Um, but yeah, no, overall, great show. Uh, Triple H kind of getting and having like a verbal feud with The Rock. So that was kind of cool at the beginning, him basically saying, like, oh, I call the shots, dude. Like, and then, um, then basically it was revealed that later on next week, The Rock and Roman Reigns will be on SmackDown. And that's kind of what I think I want to talk a little bit about. Uh, and then we'll kind of, like I said, we'll kind of keep it short. Um, I want to talk about that press event that happened on Thursday. Um, wow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Very chaotic, maybe even a little messy, but I had so much fucking fun, dude. That was so fucking cool and i hope they do that way more often it was really cool i had a blast my wife had a blast her fucking eyes were glued i was popping left and right dude i was popping harder than a pimple and it was fucking awesome man that was so fucking cool so yeah so triple h came out made me want to run through a wall with this fucking awesome speech basically in many words saying that you know with everything that's going on the Vince allegations. Oh, he didn't say, he didn't mention them, but he basically said, you know, they're putting, you know, this is a new WWE going forward. This is a new, you know, a new era going forward. Um, and it's going to be all new, all different. And it felt that way. Even tonight, even tonight, it felt a little different, you know? It's starting to feel, you know, they're making it feel a bit more real. And I really, really fucking like it, man. Um, you know, like, uh, like I was saying, so. They, they opened it off, Triple H made everybody want to run through a wall with his fucking dope-ass speech. And then, you had, um, they, um, then Bianca Belair came out, kind of was just talking about how she's undefeated at WrestleMania, all the history that she's made. That, to me, tells me that, well, I, I strongly believe, well, again, I'm not going to get too, too into it. There's plenty of other times and opportunities within the next two months that we'll be able to talk about it. But I think it's going to be her and Jade uh, Jade Cargill. Um, she kept alluding to her undefeated streak at Mania, undefeated streak at Mania. And she's looking forward to, you know, continuing her, you know, legacy and adding on to, you know, the history she's creating and all that fucking shit. You know, really, again, pretty cool pretty cool and then she alluded to the fact that it's the first time that she wasn't fighting for or walking in a champion or something like that so i think it's going to be jade gargo and i think jade gargo is going to end her little streak um so yep that's just my thoughts then we had uh rhea ripley and rhea ripley came out um kind of cut like sort of like a, a baby face promo um and then, you know, she's going to beat Nia Jax, how she's the most dominant, you know, champion in women's history, all that fucking shit. Um, and then Becky Lynch came out. Becky Lynch 
about it pretty good. She was like, oh, yeah, like, oh, mom. Like, they were doing the whole mommy's on top thing. And then she was like, oh, well, mommy's going to have to learn how to be a bottom or something like that. Uh, so that was kind of cool, uh, hinting towards their probable WrestleMania match, uh, uh, which was pretty cool. And then, and then the fat of the steak, the juicy stuff. We had Seth Rollins come out, my boy. Seth Rollins came out. And, you know, he's talking about, you know, he's talking about how, um, um, you know, Cody Rhodes is the one that's able to make the, you know, make the decision, announce it, you know, make, what's the main event, who's he going to choose, that sort of thing, and then he's like, oh, so let's get him on out here, you know, let's get him on out here and let's make this main event official, whatever, and then he's like, Cody Rhodes, he's about to, like, he's, telling Cody Rhodes to come out, and then Roman Reigns' music hits. I popped hard at that, because not very often you get to see Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns right next to each other, and they were throwing shade at each other, maybe to feel real, you know, you know, like, Seth, like, oh, like, look who showed up to work, finally, you know, and then he's, uh, and then Roman's like, oh, look, you showed up in your wife's shoes, <laughs> you know, and they were just going back and forth, and then The Rock's like, oh, yeah, you know, I run WWE, I get to choose, and I choose The Rock, all that shit, The Rock comes out, many cheers, many boos, that's what I loved about it, too, is that there were so many different cheers, and it was just all corners, every everything they were booing the rock they were cheering the rock they were chanting for it like rocky rocky and then they were chanting cody like we want cody and cody so much fucking shit was going on it was so fucking cool and then and then yeah the rock comes up and he's like oh uh you know he, he just kind of store kind of digs into his heel bag a little bit he's like oh like cody crybabies and this and that then he pulls, he's like, oh, you know, I, I got something I'm going to show you guys, and this is why it's going to be the biggest main event in WrestleMania history, The Rock and Roman Reigns, blah, blah, blah. And then he pulls up the family tree, and it's like the big blood, it's like a tree, and it's called the bloodline, like at the bottom. And then, you know, and then The Rock's like, oh, this is why, you know, you, 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 um, you don't have to like it. You, don't, you, you can like it, you don't have to like it, but one thing's for sure, you will respect it type of thing. And no matter what, I am the people's champion and all that fucking cool shit. And then The Rock and him like shook hands as if it, their match was official, whatever. Did a little bro hug, and then next thing you know, Cody's like, "Oh yeah, this is bullshit." Like, yeah, Rock, I talked to you, talked to you. We had a good uh, conversation, but I talked to a lot of people, and my mind has changed. Blah blah blah, or and I have a decision to make, whatever. Um, he's like, "Oh, I won the Royal Rumble. I get to decide." You know, all that shit. Kind of, kind of backtracking uh, what we saw. Uh, last week on SmackDown, and then, um, and then, yeah, and then Cody's like, nah, like, you know, I, like, I choose you, Roman Reigns, and then Roman's just like, oh, well, you know, you're irrelevant, you're old news, you're just a, you know, chapter of my book, no one cares about your story, your chance was last year, you're irrelevant to us like your father, and then Cody Rhodes is like, oh, like, okay, you invoked my father's name. I'm going to do the same with your family. Like, oh, if your grandfather and your grandfather are pointing to the Rock and Roman Reigns, like, oh, if you if your grandfather was here, he'd be ashamed of you. 
and then the rock steps up to cody and he's like oh yeah like my you know you're talking about his family you're talking about my family you're talking about his grandfather you're talking about my grandfather you're talking about his blood you're talking about my blood and we get that if you're doing that we got a problem he steps up to him smacks him in the face makes it feel very real you know all that shit uh seth rollins all like ah, like they're all dashing at each other getting held back you know all that fucking shit it just felt legit it was cool it was so much fun so different and um and then, yeah, Seth is like, you know, oh, just because you're on the board doesn't mean you get to do what the fuck you get to do. Like, whatever the hell you want to do. There was a bunch of swearing, which was kind of cool, too. Um, you know, it just felt raw, felt tense. And then uh, a few minutes later, um, what I, another fun thing that I don't know a lot of people caught. When, like, it cuts back to, like, the desk where, like, CM Punk and Pat McAfee, Big E, and Michael Cole were out talking. And uh, CM Punk... He's like, oh, like I'd I'd punch the Rock's teeth down his throat if I'm Cody or something. And you just see the Rock in the background, like very much in the background, like looking at Punk. Like, oh, it was cool. And then, like I said, it cuts to in the back to Triple H, and they're asking him, like, oh, like there was a lot of chaos out there. Like, what do we make of it? Blah blah blah, and all that stuff. And then Rock and Roman walk up behind him, all that stuff. And then they're just like, oh, you gotta fix it. You gotta fix that fucking shit. If you don't fix it, we're gonna fix it. So it's like, damn. And Roman and Rock walked out together. So the past few years, right, everybody's like, oh, The Rock's going to show up. The Rock's going to show up at this pay-per-view. He's going to show up at that pay-per-view. He's going to show up at this pay-per-view to confront them and face Roman Reigns. But, dude, they're pulling a fucking 180 trick on us, man. And he's going to be teamed with them? I don't know. But I do think it's really cool, whatever they're doing. It seemed like they kind of turned him heel. <laughs> I don't know if at this rate they're just kind of going with the flow. Um, so, the main event is official-ish. I don't know. I'm sure there's going to be some shenanigans and some changes along the way. We're still two months away. A lot of storytelling to go. Um, but The Rock and Roman Reigns are showing up on SmackDown next week. Maybe we'll get a little bit more answers. Um but nah, that shit was fucking cool, man. As of right now, it's Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes. Now, I've been seeing a lot of, I can tell you a couple of the rumors that I've been reading. I've been reading and seeing some people are thinking, uh, and this is kind of where I th- think, sort of, uh, Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns with um, The Rock as special guest referee. Um, and this is kind of a scenario I could see them going with, and I think would be kind of cool, is it's like, okay, it adds a stipulation that makes you think Cody's got no chance, right? Like, oh, The Rock, this guy that, uh, you know, The Rock feels, you know, Cody Rhodes, he feels Cody Rhodes disrespected, whatever, you know, kayfabe, whatever, and he, um... So it's like, ah, damn, okay, well, Cody's got to get past, you know, the blood, uh, the member of the bloodline, if you want to call it, like, you know, his, uh, you know, he's the special guest. So like, oh, okay, what, like, there's, there's, you know, there's a hump there. Like, how do we, you know, but I think, you know, they do like the usual, almost like bloodline interference, you know, and then the rocks is like, nah, we're not doing that, you know, and he calls a very fair fight, you know, all that shit, you know, no shenanigans, and then. One, two, three. Cody wins. Rock holds his hand in the air. Roman then feels betrayed by his cousin, The Rock. And then there we go. We get the build for Rip. 
for WrestleMania 41. Um, that's one route. Uh, and Claire, my wife's takeaway from it, which is a very interesting one. I don't think it's going to be the case. Um, it, again, it's interesting. Um, because they did make it seem like, or they at least hinted at a tag match. But like when and where does that happen, right? My wife thinks that it's going to be at Wrestlemania with both titles on the line, which I think is a very interesting concept, you know? I mean, if you got Rollins and Rhodes on one side, world heavyweight champion Seth Rollins, number one contender for the WWE Championship, Cody Rhodes, and then on the other side, Roman Reigns, the WWE Champion, and The Rock. Rock and Roman win. Roman retains. Seth Rollins gets the World Heavyweight Championship. Or, uh, uh, The Rock gets the World Heavyweight Championship from Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes win. Seth Rollins retains the World Heavyweight Championship. Cody finishes his story. Wins the WWE Championship from Roman. And I'm like, okay, that's interesting. It's star-studded, for sure. Um... And then, I mean, I guess if they did do something like that, you have The Rock go and, you know, The Rock and Roman blame each other. And then there you go. There's your build. Because either way, I know this is going to build to Rock versus Roman, right? Everybody knows that. But when does it happen? Where does it happen? How does it happen? Um, We're definitely on the road. It's just a matter of when, right? Um, And another thing that um, I saw earlier, which... I, I'm like, eh, on, because I am a very big Seth Rollins fan, right? And with this title, you know, the World Heavyweight Championship, they're essentially pushing to be, like, the workhorse title. The, the, the people's title. Well, well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. I kind of spoiled it. Um, but, uh, you know, let me crack this other one open real quick. There we go. This is another... Branch and Blade. Let me get it open on the untapped so I can check this motherfucker in. This is Tranquility. It's a double dry hopped New England, a double India Pale Ale, which is a little bit more up my alley than anything else, really. Um, so let's try this, and then I'll jump back in. Tranquility. Zara cut out for a second, technical difficulties, but the good thing is, is I think that it, uh, kind of cut out at, like, an okay time where it wasn't too wonky or anything. So, yep, let's try it. Tranquility by Branch and Blade, a double IPA. Yeah, that's very good. That's very good. Mm. <laughs> How good, though? I'm thinking another strong four or five. It's very sweet. It's pretty fucking smooth. Bit juicy. Um, I'll give it a four or five. It was, again, really good. Branch and Blade, shout out. Good beer. Good beer makers. <laughs> All right. So yeah, kind of to dive back in, this is this one, this scenario, I was like, um, I don't know how I feel about it, just because I don't want, I don't know, 
I'm going to tell you the scenario that I saw. And I think it would make a ton of sense with what they're starting to do. Because, I mean, Rollins is shading the rock in a bunch of, like, interviews and all that shit. Part of me, I mean, they're, they're not going to do it just because they're doing the, um, I mean, the Elimination Chamber is going to determine his uh, uh, his opponent. But I saw somebody had a theory um, that Rock and Rollins main events night one. Cody and Roman main event night two. Rock beats Rollins night one. Walks out world heavyweight champion. Night two, WrestleMania weekend closes, Cody beating Roman, walking out as WWE champion. Then you go, Rock kind of shade in Roman, like, see, I'm the real head of the table. I got it done, you didn't, sort of deal. And that, I kind of dig that, but at the same time, I mean, I'm not... I want I want the world titles to be held by full-timers for a bit. I don't mind an occasional part-time world champion, but like it's been a long time now, right? And for a long time, the only world champion was a part-timer. So I don't I think that the two world championships should be on full-time wrestlers um and i mean like i said we're probably gonna do plenty of wrestlemania bookings and you know storyline fantasy bookings all that fucking shit down the line um but i do think it's pretty clear uh i think drew mcintyre is gonna be the one to challenge seth rollins um at mania i do think that they're probably gonna add in say Sami Zayn somehow. I know he was eliminated from Elimination Chamber contention tonight on SmackDown. Spoiler alert. Um so I do think that they're gonna they're gonna get Sammy in there somehow just to shake it up a little bit, give us something a little bit different than what we've been seeing on TV quite a bit. Because I think what Crown Jewel in day one, we saw Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre. They gotta shake it up a little bit. I do think Drew McIntyre should walk out World Heavyweight Champion, and I say that as a Seth Rollins guy, but I'm also a Drew McIntyre guy. <laughs> um, I just think that you know you gotta gear up for the CM Punk return as well. And I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot that we can do here. And we're not going to fantasy book right now. It's not, you know, that's not what I wanted to cover. I wanted to kind of cover the, the press event. The press event, which was fucking, like I said, I was popping all night. I fucking loved it. It was so much fun. I was so excited. The amount of times I'd yell, like, oh, yo, like, what the fuck? Yeah, nah, that was fucking cool. My wife enjoyed it. Um, You know, and then I saw a lot of people online. For the most part, a lot of people loved it, you know, and then I saw a certain section of the fucking wrestling community, fan base, whatever you want to call them, uh, not gonna, you know, not gonna say who or what or how or, you know, but they tend to, uh, (laughs) move goalposts, I guess, uh, you know, (laughs) You know, like, oh, no matter what a certain company does, it's trash, or 
it sucks, but like if their company or their favorite company did it well, then it's great. You know, it's fucking so so much you know narrative and narrative switching and goalposts moving and it's just fucking obnoxious like dude just watch it or don't don't talk like you watch it if you don't don't watch it if you don't like it if you like it cool if you're gonna watch the products cool bitch about it online if you want cool but a lot of the times people that bitch about the others or whatever when it's tribalistic shit, right? Is they they didn't watch. They're just talking out of their ass and they're reading what their fucking what their other buddies are saying on Twitter and they also didn't watch. And it's just like, dude, <laughs> how fucking miserable can you be that you have to hop online and just fucking bitch, dude? Not even just with wrestling, it's with every fucking thing, dude. <laughs> like I mean like I said I pride myself on like wanting to you know I watch you know I watch all products as much as possible I have kind of started to fall off a bit with AEW cause it's a lot and I think the product's definitely taking a hit but like I still try you know I still try I still buy all the pay-per-views I still you know I still tune in as much as possible I'll admit I haven't watched a rampage in a while um you know collision though I watch collision and, you know and uh uh dynamite I you know the one, I I do like collision I do for the most part I do like collision um cuz I mean yeah, yeah but I don't know I'm just tired of, you know, just a bunch of fucking negativity and people just yapping and saying a bunch of shit that they don't know what they're fucking talking about, but it's just, oh, this is what fits my narrative and this is what I want to talk about, because I can't, it's just, damn, <laughs> I don't know, it's, it, you know, it's a sub, it's a subjective topic, but like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. But, yeah, nah, I wanted to keep this short and sweet. Probably can go hop and play a little bit of PlayStation and then ramp the night up. Um, but, yeah, just wanted to talk about that. My brewery trip. The uh, the brewskis I got, though. I'm excited. I'm, like I said, I'm saving them for Super Bowl Sunday. I can drink with my dude. Some brewskis with Drewski. Um... Yeah, looking forward to it. Check Your Head by Modest Men. I saw a lot of people in a bunch of the beer groups that I'm in on Facebook were saying that it's their, like, their take on a heady topper or some shit, I guess. And then I hopped on Untap just to check it out, and I saw that it's at, like, a four, like, averaging, like, a four, six, something out of five. And I was like, I need, I need, before it sells out, uh... So I got a few poor, uh, four packs, um, two, two, yeah, and I'm giving a few to Drewski, uh, so that'll be fun, looking forward to that, I'll have to review it on the next episode, and, uh, you know, maybe I'll drink another one while we're talking about it, uh, and then, yeah, I got a Spyglass in Modestman collab, which I was very excited to see on the shelf, uh, because I'm a big fan of 
both of those brews, those brewers, uh, what was it, is it Modest Men? Modest Men and Spyglass, just getting the name for you, Art Official, <laughs> Art Official Intelligence, and it's by Modest Men and Spyglass, in my opinion, the two best breweries in New Hampshire, don't get me wrong, there's a couple other great ones, Branch and Blade is very good, as I already reviewed and as I've been reviewing today, um, I also really like Kettlehead. Uh, and oh, New Hampshire's got some really good breweries, man. But yeah, Modestman and Spyglass, in my opinion, those are my two favorites. Uh, so I'm very excited to try that. Um, and I'll also review that uh, after the Super Bowl. But I will be drinking it for the Super Bowl. Um, so yeah, so that. I think we're gonna we're gonna keep it like I said we were gonna keep this one a bit short and sweet and I think that we are kinda getting to a solid length yeah so just wanna leave off on this reach out to your people check on your people be there for your people if you need help reach out to your people Speak up. Don't be afraid. <laughs> don't, yeah. You know, don't be afraid to reach out and vent and talk or whatever. Whether that's to your therapist or your friends or your family or shit, me, if you wanted to. But, yeah. So, you know, we got a big weekend. We got the Super Bowl coming up. Uh, have a fun time. Spend that shit with your family and your friends. You know, eat a lot of food. Drink a lot of drinks. Hydrate. Stay safe. Don't drink and drive. Um, but yeah, you know, hey, we'll keep this one nice and short. We'll wrap it up now. Uh, until next time, can't wait to go over the brews that I have for the Super Bowl with y'all. Um, but yeah, you know, much love, much peace, Excelsior. Until next time, Hop Culture Nerds and Brews. I'm your host, Christian. Catch you next time.